Welcome to the dark forest. Jackie and her pals will never bore us. Shameless confessions about our obsession will make us laugh and smile. So let's explore the dark forest and dark down for a Janine won't stop talking, so I'm just going to say I'm sorry. Hello and welcome to the Dork Forest. This is Jackie Cation. Uh, you know the website's JackieCation.com, DorkForest.com. That is a giant swan. You are correct. Anyway, uh, so uh, Patrick Brady's going to fix this audio, and Mike Rickberg just sang that song with Sarah. He's going to sing again at the end, and Vilmos does the websites. Uh, donate, buy stuff, and uh, uh, go out and effect change at a grassroots level. And beginning now, welcome to the program, Janine Groffler. Thank you. It's wonderful to be here. <laughs> Thank Excellent. You. I have a giant uh, cup of coffee. And you I have, have a giant, giant Red Bull. You're the tallest tall uh, These are, This is the 20-ouncer. They don't, I don't think they have a bigger one. If they did, I have yet to find it. Um, uh, I had a 30-ounce coffee that I could have possibly purchased with Ed. At this uh, at this Starbucks, this is a, an iced coffee here. It's nice. It's a good size. Uh, I received in the mail from Marlena, I can't remember her last name offhand, uh, two giant Starbucks mugs. That said St. Louis Starbucks on them, each with a, uh, a Starbucks card inside, and a note that said, please give one of these to Maria Bamford. So I called Maria Bamford, also here at the program. Also has a name drink, a name drink after her. A drink named after her. <laughs> in Austin. At the in Austin. Tower, we gotta, we gotta go have booze later. It's later? called the Tsunami. It's called the Tsunami and it has some vodka and it's called, and it says, yes, I'll join your cult. And on I the wonder, bottom of it. what's the, what's the back end on this? You know, <laughs> well, that's what your people need yeah. to negotiate. All you know, this you got to be fiscally prudent, Maria. In this economy, yeah. in this economy, <laughs> what you're not going to get a kickback. Listen, we cannot. We are living longer, people. We cannot depend on our 401ks and our pensions. No, uh, it's it's so it's almost Dickensian the way that you're, the old the, people the can suffer. The yeah. suffering. Yeah. What I hope <laughs> is that this will be the beginning of a cooperative that we can build for our elder years. That yeah. we grow together, that we can take care of each other, because obviously, you know, our government is falling to pieces. Right. So we... The stores are still open. Right? Yeah. <laughs> they, well, for, for the moment, for the moment, they are. That's what her mom told her. But, <laughs> but you know what? Not every store is still open. Go. Yeah. Have you been to Baltimore? Uh-huh. <laughs> the entire city I'm surprised Baltimore. Baltimore is still open. You can't get gum in Baltimore. That's how protected Baltimore is. Oh my gosh, Maria! Why don't you sit closer? Well, it's gonna uh, audio-wise, it's gonna I sound. Just like I felt, because I thought I, I didn't want to. I didn't want to hold it. You didn't I know you feel anxious, and usually you are always very calm. And and this yeah. is unusual for you. To be. <laughs> <laughs> it's unusual. I've never seen Maria going like this before. Oh, it is weird. It's going it is weird. This thing. Oh, and, uh, I think it's you'll be. Over. I think it, it'll all come together. You know, oh God! The, the set, I was telling Jackie like uh, I, it's always the opener who's comforting me before the show. <laughs> Guy who's been doing stand-up for like a year, year and a half. half. <laughs> like, well, that's because that person hasn't doesn't know what it can be like yet. Yeah. They, they, they'll get there, uh, but only after a year and a half. Uh, you you think it's right. it's going to be great? Yeah. Uh, they haven't. You become less confident years. as it goes on. Yes. Yes. Once you go to your millionth condo and have to spend the first day cleaning it uh, before you can lie down. Oh, it's worse than a cruise. The comedy condo, the bacteria. It's worse than an airplane bathroom. I I I, I find I won't it, do it. I won't do it anymore. I haven't for years 
had to stay in a comedy condo, and not because oh I'm past it. This just I I'm oh, willing I to pay for my own hotel yeah, room. Yeah, yeah. Then but do you know what that means? You're past it. If you're, well, no, that's <laughs> a personal decision, your, though. I'm past decision, it. And yes, a personal decision on my own uh, grounds as well. I'm more than willing. I will uh, I will break even. You better. I have to want to do your gig if it has a condo. I, I'm willing to lose money because right. not safe. First of all, security wise, those condos are not safe. It doesn't. Feel uh, and there's safe. been times when you're in it, and then at two o'clock, another comic you weren't aware of that was staying there as well with you will just show will up. just show up and Pass be as chagrined bag. as you are that there's another person there. Oh, yeah. So then there's that tension in the room. <laughs> you, oh, do and you have then, the worst condo story? What do you got? Oh, I, I just have your garden variety. You got a garden. The only, uh, the only one that was bad where there were other comics was South Carolina, Myrtle Beach, uh, MC on the couch. Uh, I was the feature in my own room and the headliner, and they partied, and I didn't want to for some reason, even though it was the 90s. Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, <laughs> for some reason, I didn't want to party with these two dirtbags. They show up shit-faced and uh, start banging. They're like, get up and party with us, Jackie. And I had locked the door, and I had moved a chair in front of the door because they were going to rape you. Well, one they, would hope. They were going to wake me up. They want to feel dream. attractive again. I know. Because that's a rejection. This is what I'm talking yeah. about. When you say to Comedy Con with two very drunk openers and features and they don't even make an attempt to sexually right. assault you, right. this is how your confidence gets sad. <laughs> oh, my God. At least walk around in your underwear. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Give me a chance. <laughs> Make you feel uncomfortable in some way. Right. Because there's something I want more in 1994 than a 47 year old, really pot bellied dude walking around. Hey, 47 is not old. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, I'd like no, to say no, that. it can't be. It can't because I am 47. <laughs> so I'm just saying, back then we, it was, you know, there's, there's people, uh, I used to, and I was thinking about this <laughs> yesterday. I was walking in Austin, just wandering. I know you discussed that, you, that you were it's wandering so alone, which is actually my favorite thing. I, I am very comfortable alone oh. a lot, and I love in any city just walking with no plan. And I also like to try and find a bead store. Well, get to that later. Oh, yeah, we gotta do beads. But I walked past a gentleman, like a businessman, who, was sometimes I get very attracted to the exact opposite of of my lifestyle and and my peer group, and this was just like a a a, a standard handsome guy with a suit and a briefcase, and I remember in my mind what I like older guys, and I was thinking, wait a second. This guy's younger than you. You can't keep saying that you like older guys because at this point for me it means guys in their sixties or seventies because I'm <laughs> I'm forty nine. So mm-hmm. I'm still in this mindset of. I like older guys, you know, in their 30s or what have you. I'm, I'm, I'm exactly, just way older than these older guys, quote unquote, that I am attracted like the to. The oldest guy in the world. We're like that guy probably has a job. No, it felt it felt substantial, and and you know, Lemmy Kilmeister of Motorhead. Say what you will. I actually love him, and he's very funny, and he is. He knows. A, uh, Who do you speak he, of? Let me kill myself. Of the band Motorhead. Oh, there you go. And he used to be in a man called Hawkwind, and but he's like this uh, iconic. Um, Ace of Spades is one of the songs that, okay. uh, that, that yeah. you would probably know. Um, he said this uh, about women in general, and I'm, I'm not—I uh, don't like grand narratives. But he did say he was raised by women primarily. His mother and his grandmother raised him, and he said, "Here's in a nutshell: women want security. Ultimately, uh, you know, they want the same things in the beginning that men do: had to, spontaneity, sexuality, fun, drinking, whatever. But ultimately, they—they would—they just need a sense of security." 
And uh, and I was thinking, boy, out of the mouths of Lemmy, that's it in a nutshell. I do I do think gender wise, most yeah. women there is something that fundamentally and your attraction to older men. This mm-hmm. is, was my original point. Oh, the older right. guys thing. When you're younger, I think stems from. It seems that the older gentleman is more stable. And then, that they'll stick around. And that they'll stick around more. But that, right. of course, is not always true. Oh, right. It's, you, you, yeah, it's, it's, it's case by case. It doesn't matter the age or the person. But I think that that is what attracts, I think. And also, uh, girls tend to mature oh, at, yes. at a faster oh, yes. rate, emotionally, mm-hmm. mentally, all those things. Just naturally. That's not a criticism of males. It's no, just, no. A, a, I think, a biological a imperative. It's like saying uh, boy energy. Uh, but little boys and little girls oh, is that uh, little boys... Uh, who I enjoy hanging out with kind of more than little girls because they just want to run around and uh, and pew, 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 and shoot each other and uh, and have a good time. And little girls want to sit in a corner and uh, and rebuild the world and standardize. I things. prefer that. I like sitting. Like uh, when sitting. I babysit and things, I enjoy yeah, yeah. a child, boy or girl, that likes to sit. When you're babysitting um, things, more. I enjoy that. Uh, babysitting, ba- babysitting things and or children. Mm, uh, things and or children. Uh, I, I enjoy a more stationary child. I like to uh, babysit like a, yeah, a, a full cable set. Like when somebody has HBO and Showtime. Oh, I definitely would like that. Dish TV to be a yeah, part yeah. of it. <laughs> so if Direct TV was... Like, I, don't, um, I don't even watch the NFL, but I want the NFL packet available. Uh, so what the heck, right? So I can just... You know that two days ago was the NFL draft? And for genuinely, for about three or four seconds, when it was... On Twitter and all this stuff, I was like, has the draft been reinstated? Like you thought it was military. The only reason I know about the draft is because I was channel surfing and saw it. Less than 10 seconds, but I did fall for it briefly. The only way I thought about it was because they called me and they said, (laughs) Moran, you need to get in the game. (laughs) Moran, literally, you are now on the Green Bay Packers. And I was like, you guys, I'm afraid of the ball. (laughs) And they're like, but you can run, Bamford. You can run. She's got speed. Here's the thing about Bamford, because she's frightened a lot and skittish. She's got speed. We can use that. That is her greatest asset. Her... Her, her neuroses is her greatest <laughs> on the field in the game. It's her greatest spin, asset. Break the block. Break the block. She's lean. Spin, she's wiry. <laughs> she will move sure quickly because she always wants out. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. I don't. Oh, I I feel the same way. Whatever yeah. I'm in, at, wherever I when I get to somewhere, even if I want to be there, yeah. I am looking forward to release. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like I can walk out of this room eventually, even if it's something I'm yeah. enjoying a great yeah, deal. Yeah, yeah. I just want to then. I just want. I need to be by myself. Yeah, I just yeah, need to be by yeah. myself. And I used to mm-hmm. love walking by myself for a long, long. You know, I used to, yeah, and then. I don't know what's happened. The longest of all walks you like to do a solo walk? I used to love it myself. I love a solo walk, Mm -hmm. and then I don't know if my... uh, I don't know. Now I'm I'm totally about getting with other people. Maybe it's my... uh, I don't know. Maybe the social skills are coming together. Social skills? Sure. But walking in a group <laughs> is, is cumbersome. Walking in a group, they walk too slow. It, yeah. And they and they're oh, uh, they make decisions about going places and taking turns you don't want to take. Right. Mm-hmm. It sounds like I'm being metaphorical, like life of pie. I'm not. <laughs> I mean, literally, in a group when people walk, like, hey, let's walk down Congress Street to the food trucks and stuff here in Austin, which is where we are. Right. The rate it takes in a group 
to do that. Not only the meeting in the lobby, how long yeah. that takes. Everybody in their phones and texting and doing all, all that nonsense. A, I can't take it. Opinion about a food truck. Please do. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't. I don't want to eat on the street like some sort of animal. I want to be. I want to sit down like a lapsed Christian mm-hmm. and have someone come up and ask me what I want to drink and then give me a menu and then. Apparently, I, you are not up on the food truck revolution that's happening. There are picnic tables out of doors, fairy lights, strong. Mm-hmm. Um, sure, but there's a lot of curb sitting. A lot of curb sitting with yep. a taco going. Oh, I like that. Bowl. I actually you like that. Not in this heat, but right. I do enjoy a curb sit at, for my cigarette and for for street food. It is oh, nice because it's pretty much the only I like sitting on the curb. S- you eat and smoke. Mm-hmm. It can happen with a food truck. Yes. It can't happen in a restaurant. So right. as a smoker, you might enjoy that. I do. It's true. Okay. And it is fast. It is fast. I don't, yeah. And it, well, and it is And we've talked friendly. about your speed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, fast <laughs> yeah. is the way she wants it. Yeah, that's, that's how I want. I want to get in. That's get why out. she's on the Green Bay Packers right now. Exactly. <laughs> and okay. she's also been drafted into the military, too. Yeah. So there was that sure, aspect. Sure, sure. Air Force. Uh, <laughs> you know why? Because they call it the chair force. Uh, you oh. get to sit. Oh, is that no. what that's called for real? The, yeah, they refer to it as uh, not uh, not the Air Force themselves. Other branches yeah. of the government, uh, uh, the service, call it the Chair Force. Oh, it's like good-natured so, ribbing betwixt uh, yeah, military-industrial complex. Yes, <laughs> between the military folk. <laughs> okay. Were you guys encouraged to join the military ever? Uh, uh, absolutely not. My, uh, you know, there back because I'm old enough when it was okay to still target in high schools. Recruiting mm-hmm. for the kids that were not on the quote unquote college track. I've just said quote unquote twice now in this, in this brief interview that we're doing. <laughs> right, we but haven't even gotten the Votech kids in my high school, which is vocational, they, meaning they weren't going to college in the mm-hmm. suburbs that I grew up in. Because they had actual skills. Uh, and, and they, no, and they, they were, they were considered, they were considered, uh, Back when there was sharper class divisions, uh, you know, from people's parents who grew up in the 40s and 50s, as mine did, um, college track and non-college track. Um, my parents also were, uh, my mom did not go to college. My father was literally the first to get past the eighth grade in his family. Mm-hmm. Um, now, there, this sounds odd to some people. I'm talking, my parents are, you know, well, my mom is, has passed, but did my father's is late 70s. I grew up in New Jersey and Houston. Oh, there we go. Okay. But, so in their world... You must go to college. That, that for, they still they believed that that that's the answer to bettering oneself. Uh, it, it is it and it isn't. It's just thing, a generational right? thing, and it it, it was uh, for people from the forties and fifties and 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 so forth. That was vitally important, especially if they hadn't had higher education. Their children have higher education. Must, yes. So in my high school. Uh, there would be kids that were called non-college track kids, and they tended to be more working class, and they went to votech, vocational training. Yeah, yeah. The military recruiters would come to only speak to them. Do, do you, you yeah. see what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. it's it's a very offensive thing, actually. Oh, yeah, but yeah. Uh, and my parents would make certain because uh, one at one point I said there was a recruiter for the Navy today. I overheard the recruiter pitching to the votech kids, and I said I, I, that sounds exciting. And uh, my mom was. <laughs> adamant uh, that, you no, know, no, that's not for you. That's not for you. You're going to college. That's not for kids like you. Uh, you know, and, and like I said, she hadn't gone to college, and she was very mm-hmm. self-conscious yeah. about that. And her parents were, uh, she's first generation, as is my father. Right. And uh, they grew up both very poor in the Bronx. Mm-hmm. And 
those things were vitally important to yeah, that so generation. You were, you were actively discouraged from joining the service. Actively discouraged, and also so neither, were either of your parents in the service? Was your dad? No, in the service? no, no, no. My my, like I said, my father was the first to aspire to um, to uh, above a higher education to a higher right? education, and uh, and the, and he put himself through school. Uh, he oh, worked he as an apothecary's assistant, oh. and his nickname was Apothecary Mike. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. The his ever. name is Carmine Garofalo, but uh, his middle name is Michael, and he goes by Michael to be more American. You know, yeah, he, he wanted to be more Americanized, mm-hmm. and so he went to Columbia, which also he even felt more out of place. And he yeah. was working and, and putting himself through and living at home. Right. And his nickname was Apothecary Mike, which has always cracked me up. <laughs> this is a, that's Greatest. a sidebar, and I'm sure your audience is asleep by now. Uh, they are not. They are fascinated but because they are rangers of the Dork Forest, and they wish to they hear like minutia. They yeah. love details. and the tattoos. You know, actually, my mom died when I was younger. No, no, no. Uh, when I got my first tattoo, which everyone has now, but I I got my first one. In Houston, actually, when I was 18, and uh, this was in uh, around 1982, 83, when it wasn't as usual for, oh, for people yeah, to have. Yeah, yeah. I got a teeny tiny one, and my father was beside, beside himself because he felt it was a slide back. And he even said, you look like a longshoreman, like what you would call uh, a longshore, like somebody who works at the docks. Yeah. That's who gets a tattoo, and kids that don't go to college. Like yes. that's, he was so upset. Mm-hmm. Uh, What'd you get? I got a little teeny tiny star on my calf, and, okay. and also I can't give blood because back when I started getting tattoos, you didn't have to use disposable needles. And I got my first tattoo at a place called Shaw's in Houston by a gentleman wearing a gun who right. kept saying, stop moving, stop moving, and he had, the, had he was a very threatening uh, uh-huh. gentleman, and then I got a couple others there, and then as it turns out, this is prior to the Oops. mandatory needle, uh, using clean needles and stuff, it was right. just that... He was using this needle on it and everybody. So luckily for me, I can't give blood (laughs) because actually I I always, I'm so thankful to have an excuse not to give blood because it makes me pass out. And it's the right thing to do to donate blood, but I'm so thankful that I don't have to. Uh, when you should. I was just telling Maria because that, it, I had to, yes. that I went to Makes donate blood, and they ask you very detailed questions about your sex life and about ever going to Africa, and then they ask you if you, have you ever been in prison or in jail for more than 72 hours, which mm-hmm. makes me go, if we know what's happening in jail after 72, let's stop that. If we are aware that after 72 hours, horrible things are happening, someone get the... You could say that about almost every single thing socially in this in this world. We are very aware of you know the incarceration. uh, uh, You know, incarceration is particularly awful in this country, uh, and the privatization of 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 the prison Uh, system. There is there is nothing but. Uh, but misdeeds going on yeah. uh, yes. at, at the juvenile level and, and, uh-huh. and for profit prisons are the worst uh-huh. and um, there are so many things though in this country you could say that about we are we are totally aware of, of, of all the problems. all the injustices and doing nothing about it and, uh, it's the American way well it's so the next thing that's going to happen <laughs> is it's going to be free internet let's talk about beads yes. uh, beads <laughs> Janine Garofalo beadist beadist. beadist beads I love beads I love making jewelry when did that happen? What I happened? started with my love of beading probably around 2000, maybe. Um, I I just, uh, there was you a just, number of... Have of, you always been crafty? No, 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 no. Okay. It, it was just something like I went into this store when I was in New York once, and it was a bead store, but the good kind, not with just shiny, round, plasticky things. I'm talking okay. about like indigenous beads and like quality, yeah. unique oh, beads okay. and... 
Native American, Tibetan, all kinds of stuff, Guatemalan, and beautiful cords and different leathers and things. Okay. And, I, and I started to become fascinated with just spending hours in different bee stores. And then I, it became my thing for any city when I was doing stand-up. Uh, I try and find their bead stores. Now, it's it's unusual to find ones that are very good. Usually, they're just your standard issue kind of corny beads, but I, I still will You'll hope still to find some buried treasure. Yeah. And also, just it's a utopian are community in a bead store. They're oftentimes in strip malls next to comedy. Oh, yeah. No, a strip mall bead store is not... Is that it's what usually you, is that not what, what you want, unless okay. you get very lucky. I'm talking about, like, off the... Off the Beaden pad, <laughs> but I uh, or or and they always have names like let it be. <laughs> don't worry, bead happy. Now those are awkward. I don't like things like that. But you know what? It's not my place. Uh, but there are some that like uh, these bracelets I have made, and I'm not. A, a, I don't have any talent at making jewelry. I just like stringing yeah, beads. Yeah. And there's uh, you know, these are just. There's nothing really special about any of these other than these particular red ones I'm a fan of. They're called White Hearts. And um, they, I like very blood red ones and matte ones. And some, a lot of the older ones are handmade and then cooled in sand. That's why they have a matte finish. And they're, they're not all the same size or shape. Because I don't like beads that are uniform. Hand. They're made by hand. And um, because ma- just beads can be it. mass produced, obviously. Oh, right? yeah, of course, of course. And that is, and, and are most beads that you see in life mass mass produced, produced right? Yeah, yeah, and that's made by small young ladies, yeah. uh, like with tiny hands, with tiny hands, beautiful tiny hands. Under a lot of pressure to make the most important beads yes. for the American people, the level of artistry. <laughs> yeah. But there's it there's some suffers. in New York, especially you know, New yeah. York provides provides opportunity for many, many interesting uh, oh, things. people, yes. But there's a, a lot of great bead and jewelry stores in New York and, and Portland and like Seattle. Koreatown? Or oh, no, no, they're all over. There's a okay. lot of mainstream mass ones, too, right. in, in Midtown. Okay. But there's ones that have, like, beads, uh, Afghani, Pakistani, like a, uh, Indonesian. Are they secrets? No, 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 no. Anyone, What's a good one? What's a, uh, oh, I like, uh, there's one on Rivington, um... Which is, is, it's called like Afghan something. It's on Rivington and, uh, near Stanton in, in Lower East Side and there's okay. Beads of Paradise. Then okay. there was a one I loved so much near my apartment that's gone now. They had the best wax cord that this guy's wife would make by hand, this waxed cord. A waxed cord? So. For the bead. There's, there's a string and then someone has his hand put wax It's on just, it? yeah, for what, however she did it, and it's, it makes the cord malleable and bendable and then also just incredibly durable. No matter how many showers you take, yeah, yeah, the beads slide on better, and the ends don't fray of the of the cord as you're beading. And she made them. She would make this cord, and then he would also make it his business to find the most interesting beads from sub-Saharan Africa and so forth. Okay, that place is gone now. Right. Um, And then I was just in Portland and Seattle, which, as you would imagine, and Olympia and stuff have. I mean, what, they're not going to have a great bead store? Sorry, Maria, yeah. what? No. I mean, come on. <laughs> let's, let's be honest here. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to go to the Pacific Northwest and not find I mean, a great bead store? Not, not have I mean, it's not option. just about serial killers. They've got <laughs> bead stores. No, they've got bead stores. Strippers, yeah. needs, things. Right. And, and to beat it up. Beat yeah, it up. And like I said, there's a, there's a lot of ser- serial killers in Pacific Northwest. We right. all know this. And it, it's because of the, the former glory of the lumber Trade well, and the, the sawmill, but also the weather. It can bring you down. It, it uh, rains and then it's sunny, and then they need to tan. 
Oh. They need to get a light bulb and a fun top and listen to some wonderful pop music. I, I mean, what, what could it hurt? It might save the lives of a, a, a stripper or, yeah. or a sex worker or a random young lady on her way home from work. If this gentleman would just go tanning. Yes. What? It would, so it would, true. it would elevate his mood. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. I know. if they would have sex offenders tan. Tanning and, or just light bulbs or, or just fun tops. Might... Like, like a fun shirt. <laughs> Mesh. You know what I mean? Like a, a brightly colored. We were discussing this. What, oh, what, yeah. what it you kill you to wear a brightly colored top every once right. in a while? You're wearing, right, you're wearing a nice bright colored top, you Maria. You are too. Wait, look at there, under there. You got it. Uh, this is a, my. This is a the jog bra that I wear jog. for a bra. I okay. like to wear jog bras for bras. I don't jog. You don't jog, but you no, enjoy a I jog just bra? I just enjoy a pullover jog bra. Pullover jog, especially when they come in interesting colors. And then I wear my dark tops with an interesting colored jog bra. Yeah, I love colors like. Like, yes. do you ever, like, like, like uh, uh, when you make your braces, like, are they, um, like, what's your favorite one that you have on right now? Oh, uh, red? I, these, these, uh, actually, the favorite one I have on now, I guess, is this blue, this one. Oh, yes. Oh, that is, and also I like matte. these blue beads. These are matte, yes, I like yeah. a matte bead. You don't like a shiny bead. Every once in a while, I'll take a shiny, like that one. Okay. This is a handmade one individually also. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, I like a matte Bead. And then is this is this gold? This is just this is a just like, like almost a like a mainstream thing. These are the, yeah, yeah, like yeah. that's what I'm saying. These are not the best example. These are just like yeah. nerd beads from a bad bead store. But that, the, that are and then I add these things, these little charms that I can buy. You yeah, know what I mean? Charms. Also in little the trays. Charms are also the uh, at bead stores too, right? That's yes, nice little stuff. charms and things, but I don't want mine to say stuff. You don't a lot want of to say unless anything. it's like a little Tibetan thing, like uh, oh, like a symbol. I added this about this little charm. I added this to that necklace right here. Oh, right? What does it say? It's a, it is a um, a Hindi right thing. I don't know, but I'm assuming it's good. They are, they're into good things, right? Now, all the necklaces that you're wearing. <laughs> Do you wear them all the time? Yes, I do. Until they are all tangled, I wear them all the time, and then sometimes they break, and then I repurpose them and add them to something else that I've made. Okay. None of these have broken yet. Right, and so so you wear those like shower, day and night. Shower, sleep in them, day and night. That's why that wax cord is so important. Yeah, um, because you want a good, you want a good right. quality cord that'll right. last longer. That stay with me in the shower, and then also I sometimes will just wrap wax cord. Uh, around my neck with just one bead on it, oh, just to right. you know, yeah, just yeah. for a little variety. It's like, so I like a bead, just That's one, just one matte one bead. bead. That's it. Yeah, That's and nice. uh, and I put the knots in the thing so it can slide around. Is it over here? Is it over here? Mm-hmm. Now this is the type of fascinating stuff that this podcast is known for. Yeah, How you don't have multiple podcast awards for this kind of conversation? This I do kind not of know. Conversation. Let me tell you something. You cannot. Uh, you can. You cannot get more detailed. That is an excellent question though, about the knotting. I actually have a question about the knotting. About putting knots in the cord. Yes. Right, because you have to, because otherwise, all of a sudden, your beads over your shoulder. Right. right? So I place a, like a knot here. Yeah, or here. Yeah. So it can move around, but not. Not all the way. Not all back. the way around. Like right. it'll, yeah, it, it's still showing. It will always somewhere. be showing at some. That is important. somehow. I genuinely believe that. Yeah. Because yeah. I. Yeah. Do you do you sometimes meet other beaters? I do. And do they do you Excellent feel question. a connection? I do. Or do you feel? Are you feel like oh these are not my people? Well, it depends. Yeah. Depends yeah. on that. Uh, it can be both. There's many times where I have. Because I spend so long in a lot of these bead stores, and especially if it's in another city, yeah. and because there's very few other people usually in these stores. <laughs> right. what? They're not the most traffic. <laughs> there's not a lot of pedestrian traffic in these bead stores, right? 
Um, and then they also usually have a table in the back where you can sit and make things should you so oh. desire. You know what I mean? Like they have areas to sit. Like a workspace. Like workspaces. And, and so sometimes I will, idea. I will sit down and, 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 and fiddle and diddle. And fiddle and diddle. And usually, you know, like I said, there's Wilco playing or the Shins <laughs> or, you know, some other band I enjoy a great deal. We arcade tend to have fire. the same arcade fire. We tend to have the same taste in music in any beach store, especially the ones in the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> um, and then you just get to talking. Right. With the other bead people, and um, it, it it just it, it is like a, a a thing. And then there's the a cornier, not corny, I shouldn't say it, uh, a more crunchier granola beadist that their taste is different than mine, right. jewelry wise, right. and their taste. Like in, they buy like a large bead. They probably would like a large wooden bead a or or a large bead. shiny bead, a, squ- and, a repurposed squash. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and their earrings are. Are enormous and brightly <laughs> right. colored. It's, it's not a criticism of them as a, I'm not impugning their character. No, no. Uh, that, folks, that, right? that is not usual. Or, uh, like their jewelry looks like maybe a, a university professor who's teaching a woman's studies course at Evergreen. Yeah. Uh, or, With or at Vassar. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like a heavy, chunky yeah. necklace yeah. or something. Yeah. That, that, and a long flowing, uh, <laughs> oh, dress oh, skirt. Felted vulva. Yeah. <laughs> about a peasant skirt do you think this could rock a peasant skirt because i know that um uh, i I gotta i I, there's some people who like a lady in a peasant skirt i like it on some people i think it looks good rock it i agree really make it look good this always looks like it's about to play hacky sack uh i'm 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 I'm, and i quite honestly am willing to play i like a peasant skirt a t-shirt and like a and i hate to say doc martens or converse low tops but it's got to be that um other types of shoes and stuff doesn't doesn't work for me. Like, oh, I oops. love when people wear dresses. Yeah. Uh, when you see a, a dress with opaque tights and low-top converse. Why the heels? Because I, I think it's, it's impractical, the heels, and it's pandering to the, oh. the patriarchy. Oh, yeah. And also, you know, when the infected and the walkers come, and they will, mm-hmm. you got to move it because mm-hmm. the zombies are moving quickly. Yeah. Uh, so the heels are going to be ridiculous, ladies. <laughs> and also, the type of fellas attracted to... Uh, uh, a, a fine a young lady, lady with tights and a dress and low top converse is the guy you want or the girl you want. This is this tra- this is transcends gender. Okay, yeah, because a guy who wants somebody who has a disability who is, you know, hobbled, you know, oh, not only by the heels but the foot binding in China. Yeah. This one, <laughs> you know, when I'm doing a show out and where the phone rarely rings, it's kind of exciting when the phone would ring. Uh, That's an old timey ring. That's an old timey ring. Uh, that, that takes me back, Maria. That yeah. kind of ring. <laughs> that's a. That's also from a lady comedian who's very nice. So, um, not that uh, she's also a comedian. She's who is a it? comedian? Who is Her it? Name's Melinda Hill. She's very nice. She was just jingle jangling me. Oh, you giving you a jingle jangle? Yeah, yeah. Did you tell her to come over and talk about talk with us about beats? <laughs> beats. You're an awesome Now, do you then? Because uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. I have a friend who makes beats, and she. Mm. Does, I don't make beads. I make. Or yeah, doesn't make beads, but she does. She uses beads. She uses beads, and she does intricate sort of yoga type, like you know, super like weaving and stuff. Like they're kind of like chandelier. I like the weaving. I like mixed media. If you mix material, but it won't hold up in the shower for me. Like you know, I mean, I've seen. Yeah, hers do not hold up. C.J. Arabia does that too. You know, C.J. Arabia. Yes, of course. Yes, sure. She is. She's crafty. Now she 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 loves to craft, and she's very good at it. And she will mix sometimes yarns and 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 different medium. Uh, but her forte is uh, is knitting and stuff, and she makes a hell of a cowl. Like it's a thing that you can use as like a a scarf hood thing. Uh, oh, like CJ Arabia. It's like a pullover. 
cowl thing. And also she has made me like a hood with a scarf attached with things for your hands. <gasps> like oh, so it turns wait, into like a shawl mittens. with a hood. Yeah, there's mittens built in. Whoa. Like, CJ Arabia, check her out. I'm, I'm sure she has a, a online you can oh, yeah. check um, her out. She she was over with her fella Mather Zickle. Mather Zickle who's a wonderful a very funny guy and a and great a, actor. A good actor. And then uh they were come, they came over. We played a little um some settlers of Catan. They enjoy a board game. Is, they uh, they is, do. Is, I introduced them, over. and who knew? Did After you? all these years, yes, I introduced them many years <gasps> ago, thinking I think they might like each other, and they've been together ever since. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Janine Garofalo, matchmaker. I know. I know. Well, so well, and it's worked out very well. well. They are. They've been out. together uh, at least six or seven years. At, right? Yeah, at least, and and yeah. it's since they met. Yeah. So. Oh, that's neat. And I introduced Greg Barron to his wife, and look, they're, they're still together. I know. I know. Wow. I'm sure I've introduced people where it's been a disaster. <laughs> but uh, I can only recall these two good stories. Oh, okay. <laughs> exactly. The record is clear. Now, what, uh, do you, the way you're processing beating, do you get frustrated? Like, I feel like I have to finish something. Yes. Like, I feel what like, do you feel like? I, like uh-huh. I like the feeling of, like, it's short enough where I can succeed, you know, as for hobby wise. Yeah. Like, like I don't. With crafts and painting? Yeah, and like I like just that? go, I gotta get it done for the cleanup. Yes. And then I'm out. Like, cause I, I did, I was doing some painting, but part of the painting was the cleanup process. Right. That I felt so stressed out about cleaning all the brushes. And so now, or, you know, so I started just, well, usually I would just do it at a, I went to a painting class for kids. And so the cleanup was not my responsibility. Right. Well, that's how you want to do it, I guess, is yeah. have others bust your brushes yeah. and clean them. Right. Well, I bust them, but I was with another, another seven-year-olds or four-year-olds. Mm-hmm. And so we, we had to do it together. So it was a group process. It wasn't me alone. Mm-hmm. Oh, right, right. So you're not Jonathan Winters, where you are painting something amazing in your own home, in your studio, yeah. oh, and then no responsible interest. for turpentine no and I, I so, want Right, that's too messy. I, I, I would be very stressed about that cleanup, too, because uh, I, I'm very stressed at, at, in tiny ways about being fastidiously clean in my apartment, but the apartment itself is falling to, <laughs> apart. apart. It's like a squad. So I'm I'm <laughs> hyper vigilant about tiny messes in my apartment. To, to a degree where I cannot relax during the day, especially because, uh, cause also my boyfriend is quite casual about mess. Yeah. Um, wonderful guy, great yeah. guy, but sure. he has a very casual relationship with, uh, cleaning up, especially right away. Like he's fine okay. with dishes that sit there forever yeah. or leaving a half a sandwich right on the table. No, no. That I cannot stand. I can't stand yeah, it, especially know. with the, the structure of our apartment. Being it's so old and and there's cracks and things like that, you can't have both. You can't have a apartment that's aging and showing its age and a mess. Does yeah, that make yeah, sense? Yeah. No, yeah. totally. No, yeah, yeah. And I'm that way with the beads too. I'm very hyper clean about the beads. And the other thing has to, okay. Wait, so that would be my problem with beads is that they're small sometimes. Right, I have them in, in different like Tupperware, Trays tons of Tupperware containers. That's all organized. Everything's organized. organized. I clean okay. up as I go. But I do, as you were saying earlier, I have to finish, and I'm. And a lot of times it has to be right. Yeah. And I will string and restring, and also I will sort beads. I need, I want all the Guatemalan beads in one container. Yeah, yeah. I want all the, and I have enough. I, uh, I don't, it just, it gets, I have spent literally entire evenings yes. stringing and restringing. And all because I give, uh, the jewelry stuff I give as gifts many times, or I'll say, some people will do a Kickstarter thing, right? Okay. Which I think we should do for the Iraqis. 
Oh. Let's say we, we say, hey, I'm sorry, do a Kickstarter and get those kids some money in Iraq. I mean, we don't need another indie movie that no one will ever see. Let's help the Iraqis. We just need five grand. I know, for Kickstarter. But sometimes people will say... You don't make it. You don't get any of the money. So we got to do it. I know. I mean, it used to kill when people say, the Iraqis better step up. How dare you, Bill O'Reilly? How dare you? When we have destroyed these people, not once, but twice, actually thrice full. The Brits did it earlier. And to say, oh, now they got to... I hate that phrase, step up. It's yeah. so Are they imperialistic. Using a lot? Oh no! It used to be back when we first yeah. invaded them for the third time. Uh, the second time they we did the British. Sort of Remember, Fox would so say they, they better step up and start, you know, clean up their own mess yeah. after we've just bombed the grid and and destroyed everything in their yeah. society. It's just that right wing nonsense. Right, that right. Step up, but that's I digress. Yeah. Um, no, no. If you need I, to. I have weed off. Uh, I I have anxiety. You know, very specific social anxieties and 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 personal anxieties um, that have increased as I've gotten older, and also uh, since I've been sober, it's increased. But I I mean I, I struggle a great deal with anxiety, and the beads, while being both calming, create creates another level of uh, like for the Kickstarter thing. Somebody will say. Will you offer to, you know, for this Kickstarter? Like people right. will say, you know, they things and oh, sometimes so friends will say, uh, one of the things is, will you make twenty necklaces for for a thing? Yes, but they got to be right. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I have to do twenty necklaces, and they all have. There can't be a, a, one that's weaker than the rest. You know what I mean? It's not saying I make very good, but it's yeah. just a personal thing of, and I want them to be. I want them to all be something I can be proud of. Not like like a couple of bum ones in there mixed yeah. with good ones, and I want them to look a specific way, and, and I will string and restring and restring, yeah. and I have I, you, I could maybe start at like seven p.m. one night and not finish until eight or nine the next morning, and not because I ha it's it becomes crazy, and I have I have back problems, and I have literally had to uh, go to uh, chiropractors and things because I'm hunched over. Sitting Indian style, a lot of times, um, beating, chain smoking, and beating, and and then and then and then I have to clean each time I ash in the ashtray. I dump the ashtray. It, it's crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. I will ash an okay. ashtray, get up and dump the ashtray. I don't tend to sit. And that's why I like the curb sitting too. Yeah. It's outside. I can yeah. sit and have that cigarette, right. mm-hmm. but indoors because yeah. I'm so. Uh, anxious about the mess in my apartment. That's another thing. My boyfriend never has emptied an ashtray. I think of the twelve years we've been together. <laughs> Will me- he's consistent. He's consistent, and and, <laughs> and like I said, he's my best friend. He, a yeah, great guy. He's my him. best yeah, yeah. friend. Right. And he has other it's never going to change. It's yeah, never yeah. going to change. And I'm not his mother. Right. But he has forced me into the position of of I'm trying of simultaneously nagging and then doing it myself anyway. Like yeah, yeah. he's like, I'll get to the dishes. Uh, you know, it, and I'm like, no, now, now, please, now. And also, you can't leave crumbs around in a New York apartment. There's, you know, yeah, there's bugs and yeah, cockroaches. Yeah. And and also, we have dogs and we foster dogs. It, it, it's chaos. No, it's chaotic, yeah. They can knock over his drink. He'll put a glass of liquid down on the floor. No, no. Uh, no you know no, what I mean? No. Like, uh, oh, oh, he'll kick and it I over think, before they can kick it over. Believe me. I'm, uh, I'm more like me. your b- boyfriend. I think I... I uh, oh, that surprises me. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm more like that where I I, I, w- I, I do get angst. I get real angst about being clean, but then I... But then it's, there's some parts of it where I just go... Oh, I'm fine. <laughs> like I did watch, I did watch an episode of Porters as we're all watching, mm-hmm. and um, I was like, I, I did get nervous because I have a sewing machine. I was like, Maria, kick that away because I tried to, I tried to do sewing for a while, but again, too, too much process, right. too much process, and uh, 
So uh, I, I think I need to let that it's go. It's because you guys want to, uh, right. part of it is that you guys want to do it right. Yes, I want to, like, or what I feel is, is right, right, you, is you right feel like in my opinion. I want to be vision. done. I also want to, yeah, yeah. Like getting to point B, what we're saying. And, yeah. I, even no matter when, and this is great. Like, I, I love being here and I'm so thrilled I had something yeah. to do today. I am anxious about, uh, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I, I, yeah. and also the smoking, because I smoke so much. Right. Uh, and I think in terms of, I am, and I am really enjoying this. I'm in the moment, but yeah. I, there is a part of me that's like, when can I walk outside again? What else yeah, is yeah, happening? Yeah. When, 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 and it's not what else is happening, because no. I don't want to, I, I like to be alone. Okay. Uh, you know what I mean? It's just, it's just, uh, <laughs> when can I, to go to nothing. I, you know, it's not like I'm, I have a plan, but uh, I want to get back to your. I am shocked that you are yeah, untidy that all. that are untidy in any way. I would not yeah. have thought about yeah. no, 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 that no. for you. I, I have often. Um, yeah, it's because you're very put together. Oh, well, not just that. Your your demeanor to me it's indicates anxious. that you would be the type if you smoked, you would dump the ashtray each time you oh, ash. No, 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 no. No, no, be no, no, no. Well, I. Uh, but no, I. Um, let's just see. Let me see. Uh, uh, my gentleman friend, yes. uh, he, uh, was shocked when I, I, I just kind of, I left some ice cubes on the floor because I thought, well, they'll melt, you know. Well, that, that is factually correct. They, yeah, will yeah, they will melt. They will melt. He's like, hey, uh, you're not gonna, hey, you're not gonna, and I was like, it's okay. <laughs> you know, little lakes. But also, then you could wipe it when it's water, and you've cleaned. I cleaned. Well, and I could do that, and and I know what clean looks like. My mom was hyper clean. Mm -hmm. I mean, our home is and still is, or my parents' home is like a hotel. It's like a Westin. Yeah, my parents were the same way. They were hyper clean. So I know what it looks like. I know, but but um, yeah, I have two dogs, and you're rebelling. I I think there is some rebellion because I was always like that as a kid. Like I I could I could totally clean up, but also my mom. It was like it was never good, or not, you know, never was like, well, your room, well, oh, there's a little bit of dust, you know. So it always just feels like, oh, never mind, <laughs> <laughs> not even, you know. But um, yeah, no, I am not. I'm a messy. I'm a, uh, a bit of a messy. Mm-hmm. And it was funny because like um, gentleman I'm dating, he was surprised by that too. He mm-hmm. was like, oh, I thought. I thought you were going to be the neat one, uh-huh. and I'm like, nope. But the thing is, so you can't have two though that are messy. Two being neat nicks, I think, will work better than two messy people because then it becomes chaos. Yeah, yeah. And the hoarding thing, which I'm fascinated next. by, yeah. that that some of that is not hoarding. That's mental. I yeah, mean, there are clear mental. pathologies yeah. at work there, yeah. and clearly that interventions is not equipped in any way to deal with those people. No, no. And exactly. That's what I was saying. They like, do it wrong. Well, those are shame yeah. producers that are encouraging hoarding. Oh, it's not, it's absolutely. Not oh, no. I'm, I'm, I realize yeah. that there yeah, is yeah. the faux <laughs> reality at play. But there is genuine issues that that intervention... First of all, and also with a person like that, like with any addict, yeah, yeah. you can't give them the power of deciding what stays and what goes. Yeah. You will never advance the ball. That is nonsense. Right. And they will use their power. Yeah. And they will throw more tantrums than they even might. And that's not how it... Maybe How you're you gonna go in for ninety days somewhere and have your power taken away from you? Yes, and you clean up while they're gone. Yeah, yeah. And and if you say you go look through that box that they weren't even aware existed till you showed them that there was this box of stuff, and now I need that broken plate. And yeah, uh, uh, I and I feel like oh. get the animals out first. Yeah, yeah. They should yeah. not have to live that way. <laughs> and then there's some people who are just straight up lazy. Are you kidding me? This person defecates in a plastic bag, right? They are defecating a plastic bag. And literally haven't cleaned clearly 
Right. Uh, that's not hoard. It's Would garbage. Hoard? There are some people that hoard trinkets and things, so and they watch? have a system. You guys but watch these programs? I do I indeed. And if also my friends yeah, yeah. and my friend Marquette and I always go, uh, am I going Grey Gardens here? Am I uh-huh. Grey Gardening? It? Gardens? You know, I worry about it. Yeah, yeah. I think that's why I'm fastidious too, because yeah. I am frightened. Of what is Grey Gardens? Oh, Grey Gardens with the the, the Beals, right? Yeah, uh, it's an old documentary about um, these women or relatives of the uh, Kennedys. Who Jacqueline Bouvier Kennedy okay. relatives. Old uh, mansion. And they were murdering. And they were, what, it was kind of. They were mentally ill in their own way. And they yeah. did a movie on HBO with Drew Barrymore and Jessica Lange. And, Lang. It, was and it was called Grey Gardens. Gardens. And the documentary is called Grey Gardens. And they're living with raccoons. and Oh, they, they're in that pathology where it's, oh, me- wow. it's mental, it's. A, an inherited ment- a mental problem, yeah. which is based in their fears. Uh, it's social anxiety writ large right. uh, for a lot of those people. And right. I, because I have impulses in that way, um, and I think why I get so mad at hoarders is whenever I see myself in others, I hate them for it. Does that make sense? Uh, an intervention, my relatives, my own family, when they have behaviors that I that I see in myself, I fucking, I'm, I, I'm sorry, I just swore. Uh, I've come to irrational anger. Yes. I realize this, and it's it's more about my flaws and shortcomings. But in the hoarders, I think why I get so fucking angry, and the same people who, uh, on Susie Orman, who who can't manage their money. I love Susie Orman. Uh, I love Susie Orman. <laughs> love Susie oh Orman. God, so I she's on tonight on CNBC. I don't th- it's Saturday night, Maria. Jeez. What a Saturday! No, it's not date night. It's it's Susie Orman. Now that Oprah's gone, who shall lead us? Susie Orman. I totally she, want to go on that show with the How Am I Doing? That, oh, I, I and I, I want to sit with her with a Can I Afford It? No, motherfucker, you can't. Are you telling me you yeah. want to buy a Gucci bag and you don't have an eight month emergency fund and you got a baby on the way? Are How those, dare you? Are those segment names? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. How am I doing? Can I afford it? Trending topics. Trending topics. Um, and then Ask Susie. Ask and then there's kids when the kids. Oh, uh, kids. Can I afford oh, it? So sweet. And then that's like I see that yeah I love her she shuts him down she's like oh, oh I know she's like, are you kidding me <laughs> you cannot afford it you shouldn't couldn't wouldn't she doesn't say her syllables we're discussing the lobby she doesn't say shouldn't couldn't wouldn't but also she. Uh, and also when people call and get to the point. Hi, Susie, love your show. Just get to the point. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Ask your question. Yeah, we love, and it's <coughs> always somebody who wants to do something jacked up. They, and they try and butter her up with, yeah. we love, or hey, girlfriend, they try and use her. Yeah. Don't try and. I want to liquidate my 401k. Are you <coughs> kidding me? I know. And, and we only have, we have $800,000 worth of student loans. We have 60000 credit card debt. We have a more, a 30-year fixed rate, whatever, and they do that. And we want to buy a vacation or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, so this nonsense of, of financial. And because I see myself in some of those people, oh, I yeah. loathe them for it. And I sit on my couch and go, no, motherfucker, you can't afford it. But I have instincts in that way of, I don't know my that money you well either. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm not financially savvy. Oh, we were talking about um, last night. It came up about how much people get paid in comedy. And I thought that oh, I, I don't even look at. I don't know about the money. Really? It panics me. Oh my god! I totally. I'm totally in the money. I totally in the numbers. I know all my numbers. And mm-hmm. I, oh yeah, and just I'll, writing down. I don't know any so of it. I'll, I'll tell you all my numbers. I mean, not, it, of course, I know. Transparency is good. I'm a fan of transparency. I think every because we don't have a union. I'm a and, and you taught me this, Maria Bamford, yeah, yeah. is that we have to tell each other how much we're. Making. It doesn't mean that I should be making what everyone else is making, but it's good to know what to aspire to and what I should not be making. Like I should not be getting six hundred dollars a week to to headline seven shows. 
I know guys that are doing it. They're doing it in at Skyline. They're like it's six hundred dollars. It's five <gasps> to seven shows. It's uh-huh. at, in Appleton, Wisconsin, and uh, and he pays me six hundred bucks, and and then I stay at the condo. Right, but it's what the market will bear, like any business. That's up to the the comic to say either right. yes, I'll just but do it, know, or no, I but won't. If, but if but if uh, what the what the club owners and what a lot of the bookers encourage is obviously not to tell each other what we're all making. Right, so but the point is, is but we, you have to. People do. I actually am so panicked about money. And, and my future financial security. My unfortunate instinct is I don't want to know. You know what I mean? Which oh, is the absolute worst <laughs> You're like, possible no. way you know to You'll do it. Feel so much better if you have if you know what is like seriously like the whole. Susie well, I have a financial manager. Okay, agree. Great, great, who great, I've great. been with for years, and because she has, uh, uh, and I'm uh, know her son and everything. I trust. I'm going to trust her just because she seems. Uh, Okay, okay to me, and, yeah. and actually, she's under the impression I'm more fiscally savvy. I will ask fake questions and use lingo that Susie Orman says, and make pretend questions so she thinks I'm reading the <laughs> statements. I don't know anything about what she said. I hope she doesn't listen to this podcast, but uh, I don't know anything. You're safe. And I will ask a question I've heard somebody ask Susie Orman because she thinks no, that I'm paying good. attention to my money. Good, good, good. Uh, and then also, I know that my managers and agents are not missing a beat about their commission. Yeah, so no, they are making paid, sure yeah. that so that they can get paid. It's not about me. It's about them. So I'm assuming, well, they're on top of it, right? Because they are not going to miss $1 of a commission on something. Yeah, yeah. So I'm assuming. But I myself have such fear about my golden years because uh, there's no guarantees in any line of work no, at all. No. But as a comic and somebody who's trying to act... Uh, at, at, there's no roles for middle-aged ladies, you know what I mean? And especially if you're somebody who had success once and is considered a, a bit of a has-been, people treat that like a contagion. Uh, you know what I mean? Like they're like, oh, uh, I can't explain it, and I'm trying to be no. self-deprecating, but <laughs> once you had success and it dipped, people are less likely yeah, no, no, to no, give no, you, I, you need somebody to say it's okay again before oh, you're right. okay again. I need my... Uh, Tarantino, Jackie Brown moment. Oh, right, right. Uh, you know what I mean? But that failing that, uh, I don't know. And then it happens again. And then it'll it dip again. again. Yeah, but yeah. I've been in like a 12-year dip acting-wise, and it's actually the people that are your friends that could hire you who treat it most like a contagion, oddly. It, the the, oh, the reprieves like, will only... It's, it's psychological. Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah. It is psychological. Oh, yeah, they cool they feel like, oh, it happened to her. Uh, I'm going to distance myself. Even though you're still friends with them socially and stuff, and you got to suck it up and not say anything about it. Um, and it's worse when you're, when maybe you're, you're having coffee or dinner with somebody who's working a, a great deal, yeah. who is in your peer group, who has been for years, uh, you know, you, you started together, they, and you, did very well in the 90s, then they took off even further and got more famous in the 2000s. You did not. Yep. They distanced themselves professionally, not personally from right. you. But you, you do this dance of, so how's it going? What are you working on? They will say that to you, knowing full well yeah, I, uh, I, that it's not going well. And you and and I really? I have my pride. I, I, yeah. So I just say, it's fine, it's fine. You know, I, And I yeah. pat it like I do with my dad, my work resume, <laughs> which I've been doing since I was in college. Uh, I still do it. When I talk to my father, I pad my resume for my own father. Oh, my God. <laughs> And uh, it's a painful dance that you do until, mm-hmm. until, but you know what, in, in my case, as a female, um, and as a, as a female who is middle-aged, that reprieve may never come. 
Uh, you know what I mean? Like it. it you just you do what you do. Yeah, like I mean, we talk about that. You know, I just time. go, oh yeah, all the time. Just like, well, I'm always willing to go back to secretarial work. Like I, I really, I have no marketable skills. There yeah. is no other job. I will always do stand up. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and if I could fall back in another line of work, yeah, yeah. I would do it. Yeah. I don't have any marketable skills. Yeah, yeah. But you could learn them. I mean, you're not. A uh, no, I couldn't. I'm unbelievably <laughs> stupid. <laughs> no, I, I'm I intellectually I curious. <laughs> I'm intellectually curious. And I, but I'm unbelievably retail. stupid. It'd be fine. Uh, it, but also, why me retail? Yes, let's hire the lady who's almost fifty, who hasn't had a real job since she was twenty-seven. Right. No, no, I'm not but, saying it would be a positive experience. I'm just saying that I'm, I'm always of the because people always and, say I, don't, I, I couldn't do anything else, and I'm like, you could shovel sand for a living. It all yeah, I could. That's, I, that's I like to see. Of it. It's not like oh, I'm a victim that I'd have to go back to things, but that I have a genuine choice. Like I'm not a victim of show business. Right. Like I'm not a victim of. Um, Ooh, I like ageism. That. Yeah. You know, because like I just go, ah. Uh, you get I, your GRE I, done. I'm in this because I choose to be in this. And, you know, if, if I, you know, that, I, that I'm okay, you know, and then I can go into something else. Um, but I, yeah, no, I, to- and I love Susan. Oh my God. I have mm-hmm. a living revocable trust because of her. Oh yes. A will and living. And, and I have an emergency fund actually because of her. And that's one of the things what, like, with my financial advisor, she was so impressed that I asked her. She doesn't watch Susie Orman. Oddly. Well, why should she? She's a financial. She's a, she, her old businesses. Living revocable trust is a, uh, it's a way you get a will, but then a uh, living revocable trust is so you're, uh, Whenever it, whatever you inherit or you from your you know a spouse or whatever right. doesn't have to go through probate because probate uh, law, law and what's uh, the taxes. second word you're saying living trust it's what's a living the, will and revocable trust meaning that there will. is no way your money can be tied up in the court system after you pass and it also might pass on somebody who can make be a steward of you and your money if you become incapacitated so when you die whoever gets your money doesn't have to go through a go big, through all this bullshit and all the money go through tax and all this mm-hmm. stuff like it goes already, directly to one other person dumb and, dumb. and they never yes. have to go to court Oh, okay. okay. Which is a real, cause it, I've heard people when somebody dies suddenly, because mm-hmm. Susie says, hope for the best, uh, prepare for the worst. <laughs> but Julie, I like it when she says, you know, what if your husband dies? Like sometimes she'll be like a person, no. we just got married, well, what if your husband dies? She'll just say it flat out. Which is oh. awesome. Which she should say. Someone well, should she say it. it yeah, yeah, someone should and say something. And then you don't have to go through nine months mm-hmm. of when you're mourning yeah. to right. go through this horrible situation and, um, and you know, and have it, and, and I feel good about it because I feel like, well, then, um, I fa- you know, and I, I have a disability insurance because mm-hmm. of that, and I have, um, which doesn't cover insurance. suicide. Uh, disability insurance. It's unfortunate, but my suicide, which is always an option for me, I'm being quite sincere, but I gotta sure. wait till my dad passes because right. he, he wouldn't be able to take he, it. You wouldn't be able to take uh, it. I'm being sincere. My father would be so hurt. Uh, and he's a very he's healthy home, late way. 70s guy. Many he, people would be hurt. Oh, no, 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 but I'm yes. just saying, uh, yes. uh, cause I, <laughs> and I don't say that this. like glibly yes. like suicide, but I've thought if I am, older and have say financially something goes bust or or whatever it is life yeah. has become unmanageable uh i and i would also be polite about my suicide i wouldn't jump off a building and leave it to others to clean or perhaps somebody could witness Somehow it tidy? i would keep it tidy you know what i mean pills something sure. like that oh, but my father has to can never know about it so mm-hmm. I, I i have to wait but he's hanging in there a long time so he's god, mm-hmm. god bless him mm-hmm. he's a healthy guy um, but it would hurt him so, so terribly. Moment to moment suffering. Like, I mean, Spalding yeah. Gray, he had terrible yep. chronic pain and depression. Mm-hmm. It's like, 
Yeah, but let it, it's okay. It should like, be up to the person choose, yeah. uh, who who to choose. And what, what you know what I mean? It's, it's where we're pro. We're pro. Let's assistance. call it dark forest right dark, now. Dark because the thing forest. is, there's the quality of life issue. It isn't a life if you are suffering, and if you are a person right. making this decision for yourself, and if it is not, say you don't, you're not leaving children behind yeah, uncared yeah, yeah. for right. or animals. Yeah. 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 Um, I think you have the right to make that decision if you if the quality of your life has become such that it is not Unbearable. worth it yes. to you that yes. one more hour of one more day. Like if you're is, nine, it, I mean, I don't know. The, no, no, no. I mean, I think it's up to yeah. incumbent upon the person also to, to try and keep it contained and respectful yeah, yeah, yeah. to your loved ones. Dump your ashtray. Um, dump your ashtray. <laughs> that's a. That's a. Maria, put the beads away in the proper containers. Clean up the dog hair. What's it, what's it going to hurt you to Swiffer before yeah. you go? Swiffer, a cursory Clorox wipe down with the disposable or the green ones. They make green ones now. Leave a lighter carbon footprint. Then, uh, uh, you know, things of that nature. Clean the toilets. Kaboom them. You spray the kaboom in with the colors. The change color. You flush it. Keep it clean. That's what I'm saying. I would. And I also want to go back to what you're saying about a victim of show business. I agree with you. If this yeah. is an elective thing. I didn't yeah, want to, yeah. don't misunderstand mm-hmm. me. I'm not complaining about show business. We elect to do this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's a, you know, I'm not saying poor me. I'm just saying mm-hmm. pragmatically mm-hmm. speaking, yes. it, it, it can be, it, 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 it does hurt my feelings anyway. Some people are thicker skin than I am. That all I'm trying to do, I'm not trying to be the lead in anything. I'm not yeah, trying yeah. to have my own job, nothing. No. I just would like to work yeah. in a business I would like to work in. Yes. Uh, which, you know, acting. I, I enjoy it and I would like to do it, uh, preferably in New York where I live. I'd love to walk to work. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I don't care if it's like a, a, a tiny, po- I, I, that's all I'm saying, just just to work yeah, yeah. and support oneself because it is important for anyone, obviously, this is, this is you know, a, a, a very simplistic thing. No matter what your line of work is or where you come from when you're walking with, Structure and work yeah. is important to you. Yes. And, and no matter what it is that Especially you do, for your sense you. of self and, yeah. and, and integrity, to have a place to go every day, yeah. uh, to, to, to know that, that, uh, uh, you could, that you want to do a good job, whatever, whatever it is, but you have, the alarm goes off for a reason in the morning yeah. and you have somewhere to be, you can financially support yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's anybody. Yeah. It doesn't anybody, matter what yeah, the yeah. vocation is. Yeah. That, and that's that's what I'm saying. What hurts me is is the fear of boy. It's not up to me at all. Uh, I can't force people, excuse me, to hire me. I can't even force people to allow me to audition for them. Just to right. throw my hand. I just want access to opportunity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't expect anyone to give me a part out. No. I don't expect anyone to give me a big part. Uh, that's why, not what I'm talking. Which is about. why your friends who are super successful or who continue to and then now have these huge projects mm-hmm. that you don't say every. The reason they still have dinner with you mm-hmm. is because every time you see them, you don't go. Hey, is there I anything? don't say anything. Can no, I be a right. spear holder in the back? I would never do that. Right. I would, never would never do that. Do that. Uh, just, yeah. yeah. It would, it would be embarrassing for both of us, right. but it's still embarrassing for both of us that they, you, they need not ask me uh, right. how it's going. They're quite aware. And, and also what hurts me is, you know, there, there are certain projects that, that certain friends who, who are doing quite well do where all our other friends are in them. Okay. Um, I'm yeah. not. Uh, right. And and now, granted, there's not a lot of parts for the ladies uh, who, uh, unless it's the ingenuity part, right. or uh, I got to wait till I'm Betty White's age so I can say terribly immoderate uh, scatological things, <laughs> and I like to do that to the older ladies. Say have them say terrible things, have them be tackled. and be and, and be and fall down. Um, so I guess when I'm in AARP, I could do that. But the, 
the the thing is is there's plenty of parts that shouldn't be gender specific, right? There's right. there's tons of yeah. parts what? that 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 I and I say this to my managers and agents all the time. Can I go in and audition for that guy part? Yeah. It doesn't matter. There's no reason. It, it's fine. Yeah. It, it's yeah. and it the, and the writer word. need not change a word. Yeah. It yeah. can still be exactly the same. So right. the name is Paul. Make it Paula. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh no, oh, that's weird. It seems like you're asking for the moon right. to say, "Can I read for this part it's of like, the guy?" We pictured, we pictured a white guy in this, and you're just like. But a black man could be black better. man. Oh, and they're and actually they're like, more willing to cross man. colors than they are yeah. genders, but not, yeah. right? And but still uh, unwilling. I mean, oh, it's still they, a, yeah. it's, it's a, but it is it's a fist for, fight yeah. for people of color, no right. doubt. Right, and, right. It's, and, and females of color forget it. Right, so they've uh, it's really ass. difficult. Yeah, it's completely uh, or crazy. light skin. If you're if you're dark skin, uh, yeah. uh, this is just a fact, man. Yeah. If you are a person of color who is dark and don't have Anglo features, then you. And female especially. Yeah. I mean, there's a reason the cafe au lait black women with straight hair do better than, uh, than the, you know, with the, natural yeah. hair and darker the complexions. Skin, yeah. And for the males, there's more leeway, as there is in everything in all walks of life, in any job. Men ha- can be uh, all shapes and sizes and ages. And as you know, like, there'll be male stars. Let's say Tom Cruise, right, in an ad for his latest movie. There's always a new girl. Right, sitting next to him, there's always a newer, younger girl, but the man stays the same. Doesn't matter how old they are, and they're still romantically involved. Yeah. But there's always good. And Scorsese's even said that out loud when he was talking about that movie with Leo DiCaprio and Mark Wahlberg. It's very uh, Alec Baldwin, The Depart, The Departed, The Departed, um, which is a great film. But in the making of, I was watching. He said, "I wanted a new girl." I wanted a new girl, someone fresh. So what he's saying is, is I want somebody new to fantasize about, look at. Uh, I need a new girl, a young girl. Oh, yeah. But the guys, I'll yeah. keep using the same ones. It doesn't matter how old they are. Right. Yeah. Um, but they're because they're his friends. But also, <laughs> that's just the thing. It's not about. Friends. It's not about what right. you know. What I mean, who's the best for the part or whatever? It's about. <clears throat> it's about for the females anyway. It's who's the best looking for the part. Who's the youngest for the part? Not who's the best for the part. But but do you like have a, and you know this goes back to beating. Yes, <laughs> thank God, thank God. Right. The self empowerment. If this is our bead store, right, and we're here and at our beading table, and it is, um, like uh, to to like make our own stuff. I have tried on that yeah. uh, that avenue. I have gone down many times too. I okay. have I have. Uh, Pitch. I have written. I've done other things. I don't have the stomach for those meetings. Yeah, no. That's not me. I'm not. I don't have a fire in the belly for it. I'm not. And also, it's just compromise, compromise, compromise. Uh, I believe me. I've been down that road. Yeah. And the thing is, is I don't. I don't need to make my own thing. Like I said, I'm just trying to work. I want to work. Uh, like, uh, and yeah, let me stress again. Number fourteen, fifteen on the call sheet. If that makes sense. Anyway, no, no, yeah, yeah. It's like you know, so far down on the cast list. Yeah, yeah. Bring your own jeans from home. Uh, you know, I mean, I'm fine with that. Uh, I I don't need to make my own show, but I have uh, tried that, and I have pitched to it all in sundry, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. just to give myself a role in said yes. thing, and yeah, it, sure. which isn't the lead role either. I don't, yeah. I don't, yes. I, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, and I would kidding? like to this write on it and cup. be on it. Airport yeah. cop, right here. Hey, I, I, they used to. Hey, man, I used to be the airport cop du jour. <laughs> I used, I used to be offer only airport cop with sexually ambiguous, unforgiving pants. Um, oh, unforgiving pants. That is, and and, and the li- law enforcement pants are unforgiving. Write, could you sh- could you write uh, possibly a book called Unforgiving Pants? <laughs> no, no, I. I just would uh, rather read a book than write one, and <laughs> I'd rather read and go walking. 
I think I would have a podcast if I had the stomach for that too. But I, I feel like I can't even get it together to do a, a podcast because everyone asks. No, I do not. Okay, there's a fake uh, me on a website and a fake me twittering. I don't have any web presence at all. But there's, okay, there's but fake. Me. I don't but know. But is why. there is there a place where if people wanted to go see you live, is there a list? I guess that on no, the no, I have no, no web presence. Um, so, so they would have to essentially call your dad. Uh, no, he doesn't know either. Well, he thinks I'm doing giving, a bigger jobs than right, that. Right, yes, exactly. he's, he's like, not talking about. He doesn't know I'm at Eastville Comedy Club every Thursday through Saturday in New York. Every uh, Thursday through Saturday. Uh, yeah, it's because right by my house. He thinks I'm working. Um, right. My father would be shocked Ladies to know how little I actually wander work. the streets and look for Janine Garofalo when <laughs> she is performing because it's awesome. What's going to be happening? Is there something you could plug? Is there anything you could plug for June and July or any of that? Well, I. I, yeah, I have uh, stand-up shows, but I guess I could say the most consistent thing is because Eastville's like right near my apartment. I'm usually at Eastville Comedy Club on East Fourth Street uh, every Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Really? Awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. And, uh, and the stand City. usually in New York on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesdays. Oh my god! But uh, I have been doing road stuff with Dave Hill a lot recently. Okay. And um, Dave Hill, friend of the show. Dave Your Hill, course. fantastic yes, guy. Always, always a treat. And I have uh, honestly, I have written another pilot idea that I have. Done some pitches. I just don't have the stomach yes, for no, it. I know, yeah, and yeah. Uh, it's an idea I like very much, but I'm totally willing to roll over and say, all right, no, you You're don't want to do it. This. And then I did a couple pilots that may or may not get picked up that I was act- acting in. Okay. But, you know, most, so most pilots don't get picked up. Yeah. No, I'm right. thrilled that I did those two pilots. Yeah. One was Jim Gaffigan's pilot, and oh. then another was with Paul Servino, where I play his daughter. Awesome. Um, oh, my God. You're, you're on fire. You're on fire. No. You know, most people make pilots, and ninety percent of them don't get picked up. It's a but. But I, I, I've never done a pilot. I've never, I've never done a pilot. pilot. <laughs> I, I've been fired from more pilots than you kids. Since you kids were in short pants, I've been getting fired from pilots. Janine Garofalo, Maria Bamford. It's been an hour. Thanks for tuning in. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat, my hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh my god. We, why don't we just call that as the end of the show?